0: Okay, what's going on guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of Energise. Today we have a very special guest on the show. We have the creator of Irish Football Fan
1: TV, Mr. Paul Nealon. Paul, how are you doing? Good, thanks
2: very much. I've never got an entrance like that before, so quite uh, <laughs> new to that. Thank you very much. How are
1: you? Uh, we're doing great, we're doing great. Uh, the weather is nice, so you know what I mean? That's always, that's always a help. Uh, you know what I mean? You're let's say out in your back garden or you're let's say out in your front garden.
2: Uh, it has to be done, uh, get yourself out no matter what you do, I, although I'm saying that I haven't been out yet today, but I will get out.
0: Yeah, same here. No, I got—I actually got challenged to do that 5k run, and I was like, fuck's sake, and I went to do this, so I nominated Ross, he has to go out and do this after, like...
1: Yeah, so I was, <laughs> I was, I was going to do it tomorrow morning, first thing tomorrow morning, but yeah, I'll do it then.
0: You're on camera You're now,
2: it <laughs> Yeah.
0: Well, yeah I do lips, so I don't
2: Yeah. I'm keeping tight lips so I don't get uh, nominated.
0: Oh <laughs> tell me about it. But uh, what what have you been up to? Like obviously you've been creating content and but uh, have you how have you been staying active?
2: Um well I've been lucky uh that kind of getting players on. Um probably players I wouldn't have been able to get in the past, but uh so kind of just at the start of kind of the lockdown I, I got on to uh Jason Knight and I, I found a new um before everyone kind of found out about Zoom, I found a new software. Uh, Streamyard, yard and I kind of I think it's just one of those things where you know I think everything happens for a reason but I found it anyway and um, it's just been unbelievable because I've been able to get in contact with people it's very similar to, to this kind of software and uh, he agreed to come on and then I'd be quite friendly with uh, Darren Randolph now so I just got him on and then he is kind of any player I kind of have access or some of them follow our, our Instagram so Having him and obviously Jason, the two of them, Jason be quite close with the younger lads of the Irish team, and obviously Darren with the with the senior team. So kind of it kind of a bit of a snowball effect from there. It was Darren Randolph, then it was um, Conor Howrahin, then John Egan as well, and then yeah, uh, the the underage was uh, Jonathan Afolabi at Celtic And then yesterday I, I did um uh, Lee, Lee O'Connor and. Uh, Shane Duffy then last night. Yeah, so saw so so yeah.
0: the Aaron Conley one as well. That was cool. Oh Aaron Conley, yeah. Um, how did you forget, man?
2: <laughs> it's just been that type of week. And yeah, no, I get it. I've been struggling to sleep, to tell you the truth, because I've been having the coffee so late at night when I'm doing them.
0: Yeah. But,
2: yeah, it's just. Yeah, I'm sure you know yourselves because you've had great guests on mm. as well. Um, and fair play to you as well because I know uh, how hard it can be. When you're when you are creating content and stuff like that, and it, and especially mm. in these like it's it's trying times as they say. So trying to get people on it, it, can be tough. But also, when you do get them, it, it's it's very rewarding. And obviously, you're proud of it. Then when you want to get it out to people and let them see it, you know.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, hundred percent. We've had a show every day, I think, since since lockdown. So like, you know, I mean, like <laughs> it's tough going. And it's tough to like constantly have another guest lined up. You know what I mean? So uh, like. And, like, we, if we can, we'd rather do, like, two on the one day. Like, we just got off with uh, Jamie Heaslip, uh, our rugby player. Well, retired now, but you uh, know he's going on. Like, it's just one of those things where you're, like, right, who's next? And then, I think, was it two days ago? It was yesterday. Um, we interviewed a guy called Paul Hughes. He's an MMA fighter. And um, we're, like, we have to do that one today because we don't have one for tomorrow. But now we have one till Monday, Barry we?
0: Uh, well, th- this is gonna go out on Saturday, so yeah. Well, we have one today, one one Sunday, so we need one for Monday. Yeah, we need I one think. for Monday. Yeah, well, see that. Well, like for for people that like, are watching now, like obviously all of us create content. That's what it's called. But uh, it is it is a hustle, isn't it? Like I mean, we were on your show a couple of years ago now, and like uh, it, it's it's About amazing. Start, to, yeah, it's amazing to see how much you've progressed because like mm. you're at, like every game like that we see like and. Like in Ireland, it's such a small, it's such a small amount of people actually putting out the content, and you are hosting like anything, and it's it's really really cool to see because like it it makes like makes us look at other people and we're like we should be doing more and more, you know, and like you're really really going for it, and uh, I'm like I'm sure the people that follow you are really proud of you, man.
2: Yeah, well, th- 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 thanks very much for. That. I think a lot of people don't realize the kind of level like you pretty much devote your life to these things, and and I know you're doing yeah. well um but people don't understand that people just think oh yeah like uh, i've had people throw things at me like oh it's just a hobby for you and all this type of stuff like i quit my job to not last summer the summer before to try and go this full-time do you know what i mean and and, and people like give me stick because I, like i don't go to away games but the truth of the matter is i can't afford to go to away games right now because i'm trying to put so much effort into getting this yeah. off the ground you know from the from the from the ground up but like i think that the, the Biggest key to it, and, and you'll know yourselves, is consistency. If you're not consistent, and I think it's great that you've had you've have shows right up until Monday, um because as long as you have the kind of shows locked in, then you can kind of go right. Well, there we have them boxed off, mm. so we can tag other things to have other things boxed off. And I think the more consistent you get, the the more people are kind of uh mm. gravitating to. Do you know what I mean? And, and the more you're kind of seeing, I think a great guest for you guys. Um, I'll probably contact him as well but Killian Sheridan uh, he's hilarious uh, I think he'd be a great guest for you, and I know he's Stryker. yeah yeah he has his own YouTube channel as well but I, his DMs are open on on, um, on Twitter and uh, as far as I know he's, he's, he's quite open to content, but I think he'd be a great guest
0: yeah. we actually find it difficult to get footballers on the, like they obviously tend to have like a large amount of followers, so like they'd have people constantly at them. Like I can only imagine. Agent, Ren- so. Yeah, but I can only imagine how, how like how full Ronaldo's DMs are. You know, most follow them on Instagram. But uh, it, the MMA fighters, because a lot of them follow us, it's, e- it's easier to get them on the show. Uh, some of the Ruby players, like we're fortunate to get on. But uh, the football people seem to be the bit harder.
1: Oh, oh, I do think it's one of those things that once you get one person on, it becomes easier then to get another person from that genre on. If that makes sense.
2: Yeah, you know, I think it's it's kind of like um, him on the CV, isn't it? Because you can link that thing and go, look, I had Guillaume Balagay on, for example, yeah. and you can turn around and go, well, I had him on, so you know he'll vouch for this type of thing, you know. And that, and that's you need people to to vouch, for. and at the same time, you want them to come on because they enjoy coming on. You don't want them to just come on because it feels like a chore. Like any of the players I've had on, they've they've wanted to come on. So I've been lucky in that sense, but it, it, it kind of goes down to kind of how you make them feel welcome you know obviously anyone who kind of creates content knows that you know before the show you have a little chat and it's welcoming you kind of go through a couple of things so once you kind of make them feel welcome and stuff but I, I think as well you've mentioned the uh, MMA fighters there as well they are their own brand you know what I mean so for them they're looking at that going okay this is publicity for me whereas a lot of them the clubs can stop you or they have someone running their social media that's their friend or their agent or or something like that. So there, there is all those other things that come into to footballers, and unless you kind of know their families or or something like that, like I'm I'm lucky. So I'm lucky enough that a lot of the um families would follow the page and stuff like that. So and then they end up adding you as a friend, or, or they follow you on social media, and then you kind of get um. Talking to them. And look, it's one of those things and you, and you'll know yourself, if you don't take the shot, you you never score. So if you don't ask, you don't yeah. get and that's the way yeah. you have to do it. Like Barry, You said, you know, it's a hustle. So if you if you don't ask, you don't get and it's as simple as that. I take um you know, Ariel Hawani, do you remember mm. when he uh do you remember when he got the rock on and he made yeah. that the the point of like, I'm just gonna take my shot here? And I love that and and the rock even kind of quoted him on and says, you know what, the fact that you, you just took the shot, you know, reminded him of kind of when he started. Because a lot of these people, they do kind of start off with very little to get to the top. So if you can kind of remind them of bringing them back to where they kind of started, if you're starting off with something, generally speaking, they're a bit more open to do it, you know.
1: Yeah. And Paul, how does, where did the idea of Irish Football Fan TV come about? Um,
2: well, I was over in Canada. I was over there working for two years, um, 2015 to 17. And, what were we doing? You know, I was doing a bit of everything, but mainly went over coaching football in the summer, and then I ended up staying. I wasn't meant to stay, but I got a two-year visa from the coaching. Mm. So we just uh, after the summer was up, I I went to a ski town. So basically, every week you'd be coaching in a in a like a, a really small town in um what's it called again? Ah, uh, oh, it's going out of my head now. Um, in Canada, yeah, but no, no, I know Canada, but the name of the
1: Saskatchewan.
2: No, no, it was, it, like I know where I was, but it's the name of the, the kind of you know. You have Vancouver, Toronto. I was in the, both them places, but I'm British kind of Columbia. Like the, the, that's the one. That's the one. Thanks.
0: <laughs> Come nah. on.
2: So where well, no, fair play. Uh, when do you, do you, know, know, you know, you know. Um, but I was basically going all around British Columbia which if you know British Columbia it's massive and I was up in the the Rocky Mountains so I was every week in a new town and you'd stay with a family basically every week so you're basically staying with strangers week to week but um, one of the families owned or sorry he didn't own it Uh, he was manager at the ski resort hotel so I ended up staying there for a year Uh, with them I I lived in the basement so I basically had my own like like suite in there so it was great I have you know, my own room and everything, my own privacy, and uh, I could do what I wanted, I was working two jobs then, I was working as a host in uh, the hotel, and then I was working in the, as a bouncer, funny enough, um, in the local pub, but I did that for a year, then I made, then I, I went back, uh, went down to Toronto, then Ontario, uh, the next summer, did that, and then I actually found out family that I... Um, that I didn't know how. So my dad's cousin, um my, my dad's passed away, but he had he had a cousin living over there, and there was a lot of cousins, distant cousins I didn't know about. So I actually ended up staying with them in Edmonton in Alberta. So I stayed there for about six months and came down. But kind of getting away from all that, the every basically weekend or something, the games would be on seven, eight in the morning, um, their yeah. time. So getting into the 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 games was hard because I, I, I could be working on a on a Saturday morning or on a Friday night. I could have went out, you know, so more realistically, I, I wouldn't be getting up at 8 o'clock if I was out on a Friday night, you know. So I would watch Toffee TV, which is an Everton fan channel because I'm obviously a massive Everton fan. And I used to just be able to keep up to date with everything to do with, uh, you know, Everton related you know, the games, they would go through the games really in depth and stuff like that and I just, I, I just couldn't get enough, of it. I loved it and then when I came back then in, in March, I, the first thing I did was I, I got over for the game, West Brom and I stuck around then until the Monday because they generally do the filming on a Monday Um, so I went on the show kind of seeing how they did things and stuff like that, I was like, I'd love to set up something like this so a couple of weeks after that when I got back then, um, I started it up and then yeah, just I put a, like the the first probably year I, I probably said I wasn't happy with kind of consistency. There was videos going out here and there, and you know I, I just wasn't really happy with the kind of direction it was going. And then I kind of found a bit of consistency, start getting more you know access. We got um media access with the the League of Ireland, so we were able to get them more games within the League of Ireland. Obviously going to the Ireland games, getting the access into press conference and stuff like that. So kind of from then on, it was starting to get a bit of consistency and. And kind of now, uh, the seat. Well, we were only starting to really build a really good team, so we had people going to different games, interviewing and stuff like that players, fans, whatever. Um, it's kind of a shame that the coronavirus has kind of cut that short, but in a different sense. And, and I'm sure you know, you have to kind of adapt to yeah. so trying to get players on, then uh, as much of a benefit. I do like going obviously to the games and, and getting involved with the fans as well, but having the players I suppose is just as good and when you get people kind of coming back to you and giving you good feedback on how much they actually enjoyed the the interviews with the players and they're insightful and they're keeping them going. So say someone's gone running, a lot of the podcasts done with the players are like an hour long so they keep people going for the hour. So that for me filled me with enough enjoyment if they, um, (laughs) you know, if people come back to me and say that they enjoyed the interview and they kept them going through this stage then that, as a content creator, as I'm sure you guys know, it it makes you happy when someone says you've done a good job, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, like, when we get messages as well, like, like, you see me and Ross both access the Instagram account. I don't, I don't know if you're the only person who accesses that the Irish football fan one, but like, when we get messages, like, like, if I see it, I make sure it's a screenshot and send it to Ross and he does vice versa, just in case you miss something, you know, because sometimes we get DMs and like, it's like, like, we were meant to reply, we never did, But like. Uh, yeah, it's some of those messages are great, and uh, we always ask people after, um, do you mind if we screenshot this and post it? But, like we don't, we don't have to show your face or your name. Or most of the time they're like, yeah, cool, shout out, like you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I think as well, obviously, because we, we kind of work within a social media um, type of thing. But you know, sometimes negative negativity can can kind of take over. You'll have a hundred, you know, really nice positive, and there'll be that one that it kind of sticks out at you. But kind of trying to t- turn my mentality, and I'm sure you probably do the same, mm-hmm. is ignore the, the negative one and just focus on all the, not to get like big headed or anything like that, but I've tried to focus on the positive ones, but don't get kind of lost in it either. You know, kind of find that balance. I, I, I've been told by other people who kind of work within the industry that that's the best way of kind of staying level is don't get. Don't read too many positive comments. And don't read too many negative comments. This, Just this is going to
0: sound. This is going to sound really strange, but like we actually never really get anything bad ever, really. Which is actually like it means we're doing something wrong. <laughs> like you know, I mean? don't we know, Ross? Not really. Um, it's one of those
1: things where like I don't, I think we're quite promotional with a lot of our guests, and right. um, I suppose obviously I think Paul, you're going to get a lot. of you're giving a lot more opinions on maybe the League of Ireland on certain teams. So lots of people, if you say something negative about one of their teams, they're going to get upset. Uh, and then, you know what I mean? Yeah, well... I suppose your your market is a bit more niche in a sense that people are going to get maybe a bit more upset over it because they're like, they're like, that's my favourite player. As opposed to, I think we're a good bit broader on our subjects. So I think maybe... You, we offend less people.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that would make sense. Yeah, but like I do try to keep it fairly, you know, uh, I'd say neutral, um, because uh, like I, I know what you mean. Because say if I put up something after Rovers get Rovers beat Bowes, say, yeah, and usually the Bowes fans who loved it the year before when we were posting Bowes would be going mad at us for posting. But you mm. have, you just have to go. With, you know, I, I, I don't support either club. So it doesn't make any difference to me who wins yeah. in that game, you know. So I, th-
0: I think you're just the, the 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 hive for them to go to. You know what I mean? Because you, you, after all, like you're mm. the, the face of the Irish football scene and the League of Ireland as well. Like you're the top of the, like you're it. That your channel is it. I don't see mm. anyone else really going near it. Really, you know.
1: Uh, Paul, do you watch the RTE League of Ireland show? The one I don't know what's called. Are you probably telling. uh me.
0: Uh, Soccer Republic. That's, well there's one in, there is Soccer Republic but there's also uh, one on Air Sport as well
2: there's like a match of the day oh,
0: for uh, that's Soccer Weekly. Republic. yeah yeah yeah. LOI Weekly that's the one on Air Sport yeah. But, yeah Ross you're talking about Soccer Republic that shows it back yeah but like I, I was watching
1: one week and like they didn't show the actual like highlights of the games and like, I, was, I was like that's the Air Sport one yeah the Air Sport one I was like this is one of the worst shows I've ever watched in all long time <laughs> yeah. because it was like you're telling me a result that I haven't seen and then you're not showing me the goals it just didn't make any sense. I think sometimes the League of Ireland they're their own worst enemies and like I feel like RT are only willing to go so far with League of Ireland. Like that time they were like we're not showing the game because it's bad weather. I was like that was the Irish rugby team playing like you'd be at the game regardless of the weather.
0: And it was a huge game. I actually literally it was the first game of the season Bows versus Rovers biggest game of the season I was like right I'm going to give this a whack and then it wasn't on. And I was like are you fucking joking and it was a last-minute winner for Rollers, wasn't it? And it would have been unreal to watch that.
2: I was at that game, and um tell you the truth, it, I actually... I don't... How am I going to put this? Like, I, I don't um, disagree with why they did it. I got, like Being at the game, I could understand. But at the same time, I, for fans that want to watch it, put literally, yeah. like they had the underage bowls players sitting on the bench because yeah, the was bench hurricanes. was about to float blow away so i can see why they didn't do it It was just purely out of safety but yeah as you said uh, ross like they can be their own worst enemy and uh no i don't watch that rte the the soccer public show i used to watch it i don't watch it anymore i mean why not they're just telling me stuff that i already know well they we okay. don't they cut it to half an hour so they kind of stopped getting people in talking about it. they used to have it like really well uh in, like 2017 they had uh, Fabio O'Brien and, and Alan Cawley come on. they would go through and speak about the games similar to matches of the day, but then they ought just cut that short and yeah, unless you have the, the rights to the um to the highlights, like we, we were we were given highlights by clubs last year and then the FAI said, Oh no, that's copyright infringement, you can't use them because we were getting a bit of popularity on it. So we had to I suppose knock that on the head and just kinda See the way you said there, Ross. About what? Like, why would I watch? Um, You're just talking about a game, like. So you, it, it's all you can do. I'm sure the lads off air have only got the rights to the air, mm. the, the live yes, games, the air uh, shows. That makes sense. So they can't do it. Like Dan McDonald is is, is probably the most credible. I, I think he's the mm. best journalist in Irish football, and he does that show.
0: Yeah, um, that's with uh, Jay, Jay Ward is it? Johnny Ward. Johnny Ward. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: So, so Dan, Dan. Uh, I think that like Dan just be on off the ball. I think Johnny yeah. does too. So like, I yeah. mean, those lads, they are. They do care about the League of Ireland. And, uh, oh no, they definitely do. They
0: definitely do. Oh no,
1: it's not. It's not a negative. Negative knock on the lads who are hosting. It's just like I haven't seen the matches, so I want to see the goals. You know what I mean? they like, uh, saying they need help. Yeah,
0: not, yeah, they
1: need. They... As in, like match yeah. of the day. If match of the day can get the rights, surely on um, BBC, surely air sports like how much is a really get the right to watch the goals of League of Ireland? Like, it can't be that much money. Let's sure. be
0: honest.
2: I think only RTE and the FEI have them. Um, like we were told, if we if we, um, like we can't even post goals anymore. We're not like we will get our, our passes re- revoked if we even po- like. Do you remember that lad scored the uh the volley Flores for for Dundalk?
0: It was absolute cracker.
2: Yeah, well, he scored two crackers that way week he,
0: like turned his body in mid or something yeah it was, it was
2: real. <laughs> it's like a um, jointed
0: hip or something because
2: he just couldn't have got it any sweeter but there was he scored a cracker previously that week and uh, and we shared it but we didn't realize that we were kind of uh, like, uh, making an infringement of copyright so we got an email being like you, you can't post that and if you do if you do it like anything like that again in the future you'll have your password vote so we have to be very careful what we post as well like even though we are trying to promote the league yeah. we, we, we can have our passes revoked if we, if we do that so unfortunately, well,
0: I, I think who they have in there doesn't understand what the fuck is going on because like you're obviously trying to put out the best content you have you're having like you're having great ballers on the, on the channel as well and like, like well done and nice. I don't see why they're not giving you a hand because you're doing this out of your own pocket and, like, uh, I know, obviously, you had your good mate, John Delaney, on the show. But uh, is, is there no way you can arrange a meeting for someone to be like, here, look, this is what I'm doing. Look at look at the catalogue of people I've had on the show who would vouch for you, current internationals and future stars. And, like, even the people in of League of Rounds, they love doing the interviews after. And, like, I don't see how there's uh, – uh, there must be only one or two doors you need to open to get in the meeting and be like, here, look. We're just going to share this. Your stuff is going to go more viral. More people are going to be interested. Because that's what I think the biggest problem is. Not many people even know when the games are on, you know? Or who's even playing. Like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, that was on. This was on. I don't
2: know. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know. It might sound a bit big, but I think I think there's a couple of people in there that might be a little bit jealous that I've kind of made my own kind of tracks in that regard. and, and they And they kind of want to shut down as many, or put as many barriers in front as they can. But at the same time, they have helped in other ways so I can't I can't complain too much I mean I wouldn't have access if it wasn't for them at the same time so that's the thing it's yeah I mean you you just kind of sometimes have to go by the book in that regard and uh, as much as you want to have the highlights and you want to show goals unfortunately that's just the way it is like it's I mean some clubs can be like that you know what I mean like I had I was at um, uh, JD sponsorship thing with Shamrock Rovers at the, start of the season, and the the people in Rovers just made it so difficult for me to talk to Jack Byrne. I I'd know Jack Byrne, like I'd be talking to him a lot, you know, off you know, without any of the show and stuff like that. And you know, Jack ended up losing the plot at them. You were like, "What are you doing?" Like this fella comes and he promotes the league all the time, and then Virgin Media just decided to pop up, and you give them all the time in the world. And this this fellow puts his kind of life and soul into it and any time he comes up you make a problem. So I was very thankful for someone like Jack Byrne who who appreciates the work that, mm. that is being put in for the league and then you have um, you know the players do the players do really appreciate and the players the League of Ireland players especially after every game that they'll always give you the time. So respect to them as well, you know.
1: Um Paul I I think it would be remit to not ask you about uh, Stephen Kenny. Um possibly the greatest uh League of Ireland manager of all time uh has now taken over the Irish shop, for Mick McCarthy. Uh my good reaction to that is I don't think Mick McCarthy was actually too happy about the Euros been swept away from uh but what's your take on that and how, how do you see that go down?
2: Well I think if if it if the game was gonna be played before uh, June, I think he probably would have been able to do it, but I think the fact that it kind of went over the contract period that unfortunately mm. it just it's it's just one of those things you can't control, isn't it? The, the coronavirus mm. is the reason that that happened. I think everybody kind of wants to let Mick see that out. Um, there's obviously a couple of fans or or whatever who who wanted to see Kenny anyway. Um, but like I, I liked Mick. I I thought I'm not sure what you guys think, but I thought Mick, and I keep saying to all the players. So, I thought he got the fans back, back on board with the players, and I think there was a bit more of a connection when he mm. was back at charge. So the last year under Martin O'Neill was, it was horrendous. It really, like we barely scored a goal. I think you, you know, do you remember that game against USA and uh, Graham Burke scored and like Alan Judge scored in like the last. I week. think we were at that game, Baz, weren't
0: we? Yeah, I think we were. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's like a second or third string USA team. We barely beat them, and it was just like, it was. Did they go one 0 up? No, that's yeah, easy. they did. Yeah, I
0: was, oh, yeah, yeah. I was I was, like, I was, I
2: was
1: it? I would think so, yeah. I remember, I remember being like, are we not going to win this game? Uh, well, so they, they had the
2: rainbow numbers on
1: the back. Mm. It was Declan Royce's last game for, for Ireland. Um, well, one thing that I will say that I think is uh, quite strange is that, well, it's not strange, but I think it's hard now for Stephen Kenny that he has such a tough game as his first game as manager. And if he doesn't win that game, he's been immediately put on the back foot
2: not sure if it's his first game because I think he has a, I think he has a few Nations League games before it.
1: Oh well, actually, that's a lot better. If if that's if that's it's true, not confirmed. Please don't. I think
2: it might might be November. I think. Um, I don't think it's been fully confirmed that like football's not even back yet. So or no date kind of set when mm. the football will officially be back. Anyway, I think everybody's missing it and getting itchy feet at this rate. But like, if if it's November, I don't think it's that bad because he'll have a couple of Nations League games. Kind of wamp and kind of see who can come in and uh, who can, I suppose, play in front of these crowds the day of eve and So, I don't think it'll be any bother. The likes of Malumbi and and Connolly and things like that will be, be fine. It's just a, a matter of like, there's a lot of dead wood up front, I think, and I think he needs to bring in some of the younger lads. I think Connolly and Obafemi should be brought in if they're fit. Um, Shane Long, if he is fit and kind of playing like he was before the break, I think he should be in there. David McGoldrick, but. I think the likes of Shawnee McGuire I know Scott Hogan was doing well but for me I just think They never cut
1: the cheese for Ireland though have they Hogan or yeah. McGuire Well McGuire's exactly, been
0: injured yeah. as well he has serious hamstring problems as well
1: you know? I suppose you could almost say McGoldrick hasn't cut the cheese for Ireland but like he doesn't really do it for Chetton but they'll pick him week in week out so like obviously he's doing something
2: I think he does a lot uh, I hate this term as well but I think he does a lot of the unseen work whereas he'll he'll actually get you further up the pitch in terms of taking the ball in and he actually gets bodies forward for you, like on the wings or midfield. Um, whereas, the big man. Yeah, whereas, but, but speaking of big man, you, you look at when Col- uh, James Collins, another one who I wouldn't really have in the squad anymore. Um, but when he played up front against Georgia, like he co- couldn't make the ball stick up there You know, when we played him away. And I think McGoldrick, when he wasn't in the team, I think we really missed him.
0: Yeah, but just looking back at Mick's time, when he came in, I think everyone, like, a lot of people that sort of turned on Martin and Neil and i Roy Keane and like, the people who uh, dating all the way back to Saipan, who was Team Mick, were like, oh, yeah, great mix back. And everyone was like, yeah And then the football was still sort of crap. And then I honestly thought that we weren't – I, I, like, I, was, I hoped, like, he, he ruined it by not putting Conley in the team against Georgia. And then when we drew that, I think it was, wasn't it? And it was just like yeah. that was the chance we should have started Conley and then he didn't do it. And then, like, the ball was totally over our hands. And then we went on, didn't perform. And with these two games coming up, we making charge. I, I was pretty sure we would not qualify, as hard as that is to say. Because, like, it is Slovakia away. And then it would have been Northern Ireland away, up in Belfast as well. But, like, imagine, <laughs> imagine the backlash. Or Bosnia. <laughs> or Bosnia. Yeah, right. But uh, imagine that backlash <laughs> if we had a loss, up in Belfast, they qualify. And we've three, if not four home games, four games in Dublin, that would have been a disaster for us from it. I don't know what would have been worse this summer. COVID-19 or Ireland, not covid for the Euros for an Irish person. But uh, Stephen used to have to come in. I listened to him on Amy Dunphy's podcast recently. If you listen to that, that's class. And he was going over everything. He knows the ins and outs of the league around. He'll know all the times. Uh, he knows exactly what he wants to do around. He wants us to actually play football, which is something that we've been like, starving for for years, especially as a United fan and an Evertonian as yourself. But uh, I think Stephen Kenny's is going to come in and do a great job, and I cannot wait.
1: I think the I think, one th- sorry Paul well, uh, just uh, with Stephen Kenny uh, and with the Ireland team uh, it, it, I wonder whether he implements a new style of football because we were tra- chatting to Matt Holland about it and like all Ireland's best players are defenders and we were wondering do you think he'll actually do five at the back or what way do you think with Seamus uh, Coleman always playing as an inside centre half
2: yeah, everyone's been going on about this, you know, Coleman third centre back uh, on the right side, you know, and have Matt an thing. I think uh, he did that a little bit under Ancelotti there the last kind of couple of months, so he's probably just learning the position. It wouldn't be bad maybe going forward, but, um, like, I mean, the idea. Um, but I think, you know, I spoke to uh, Aaron Connolly and Leo Connor, and the stuff they say about. Stephen Kenny haven't worked under both Mick and Steve and it's like, like they're obviously grateful for Mick for the opportunity and stuff like that but the way they talk about Stephen Kenny is and, and they say you know people have a right to be excited about Stephen's ideas and he gives you confidence on the ball um, he goes uh, Aaron Connolly went on to speak about how he improved Malumby's game whereas Malumby wouldn't have been more of a forward passing kind of midfielder but now I think he's, you know, he's always been twenty
0: ones as well isn't he?
2: Yeah, he made him captain. Yeah, um, and then Leo Connor. Excuse me. Do you remember the the assist he got for Callum Robinson? Yeah,
1: I actually, I he was, he was one, one of the very few showing lights that game. He was at Sam that game.
2: I think his quality is just so unlucky at the moment. Is he not
0: United, no. Yeah, he's he Celtic, him. isn't he? Celtic,
2: is he? he sat Celtic. He was he on is. loan to Patrick Thistle, though, just to get some first team football. But Lee was. Like, Lee's one of the star players in that team, and mm. unfortunately, he just can't get a run in the in the Celtic team. But I think he's quality. Like, uh, he was captain of the under-23s at United, he's captain of the reserve team at Celtic. I just hope he gets an opportunity because, as you said, uh, Ross, like, in that game, he, I thought he was quality, but he, sp- he spoke specifically. I asked him, I says, What is it, like, about Stephen Kenny that's going to be different? He says, Just his attention to detail is ridiculous. And he, he was saying about. um he pulled him aside. I think it was the game he got sent off, and and that's subsequently how he got to play for our team because he was suspended. There was no cover at right back, so he got called up. But he pulled him over afterwards, and he, he kind of said to him, "He's like, hey, you're you're delaying your crosses. Like you always wait till you get down to the end line before you're doing the cross." And he said, "When you get the ball, open yourself out and whip it in." And and he said that that was the and he said he watched videos back, and he was like, "He's right," and then. He went and did that cross then, uh, opened his foot and whipped it in for uh, Callum Robinson, who, who then scored against New Zealand. So I know that's not like an amazing fact or anything like that, but I just thought it was interesting to get an insight from a player who's played under both to kind of mm. get an idea. Do you know what I mean? So it wasn't Mick talent to open his feet and whip it to him with Stephen. Yeah. So I, th- I think, and as like Aaron Connolly has worked with a good few of them now, mm. and he just, lo- they all love working under Stephen. And when he brought them in for the Toulon tournament, he kind of, he, he, they were saying that he made it like a, a real family kind of feel to it, which is really good. And I, It's a shame that, unfortunately, because I know there was meant to be like a training camp in June in Austria for the team. And it's a shame that that probably won't go ahead now because, well, well, it, it may do, I doubt it will. But if it does, uh, or sorry, if it doesn't, it's a shame because it would have been nice to get the players kind of around and together for maybe a couple of weeks because they never get that at international level. So yeah. to get them for a couple of weeks to maybe work on a style would be a lot better um they only get like two or three days max um within training and then as soon as the games are over, generally speaking, they're flown back to their clubs.
0: Yeah. What are you sort of expecting from Steam Kenny now as well? Like what what team what team would you like to see be a start at eleven or even what formation? You know, because I feel like this is this four four two I think is gonna be a thing of the past. I think Steam Kenny's like four uh, three three. Or three three I think they go with. Yeah, um, what what way would you play that now?
2: If I was going for my like the team, well, I'd like a, to see playing tomorrow, let's, say.
0: Yeah, let, but let's be realistic as well, you know.
2: Okay, um, I think the back. See, I I do this all the time. I I play Coleman and Doherty on the same side, so it, it might not be realistic to you, but I think it's realistic. I think Kenny might do it, but if I was going to back four pretty much picks. Yeah, so
0: Randolph, Randolph, and goal, obviously, yeah.
2: Oh, well yeah I'm skipping Your like, oh,
0: mate Your best mate man <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well he's automatic Isn't he There's no yeah. one He really comes close to him uh, At the minute Westwood's anyway. not
0: terrible but Who? Westwood He's not he's not terrible
2: He hasn't turned up For a squad In about a year Probably though yeah, no. Tra- Travers is probably Next in line If anyone Or O'Hara, um, O'Hara
1: Definitely Ron yes. Kelleher. He's shy
2: Can league winner? I don't think he's shy oh, I
1: thought he was shy When Aston Villa spanked Liverpool 5-0
2: well, I think, well, you look at the team that he had around him as well. There was a lot of like, young, well, didn't they beat Everton as well? So, yeah, in the FA Cup.
1: Oh, I just
0: think he's a bit bogey. I think Adrian was in goal for that one as well, though. But yeah, go on. Oh,
2: yeah. Um, Randolph in goal. Randolph, uh, Stevens, Egan, Duffy, Coleman, right back, uh, midfield. Ooh. Um, If James McCarthy was fit, I'd have him as the defensive midfielder.
0: That's, um, yeah, I, I a bit Everton loyalty there now.
2: I, th- I think James McCarthy's quality we, we, watched, we watched last week um the Germany game and just like I, I think people forget like when we go back to some of the big joint killings we had, he played in them and I remember from what and and there is a bit of Everton loyalty, but I would watch him week in, week out mm. and the stuff he used to do for Everton. I was good when he when he left and obviously I was good when he broke his leg firstly because He's only really started kind of getting playing for uh full 90 minutes in the last couple of
0: months, and yeah, he's uh, been played by injury,
2: yeah. So I just felt so sorry because I, I do think he's a really, really good player. I think so you Ireland, bring him back in the fold, then yeah, yeah. Um, so him and then Malumbi uh in front of him, but I'd struggle to kind of pick a partner between Haurahan and Hendrik or. Uh, listen, if 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 James McCarthy wasn't fit, I'd pick Josh Cullen there ahead of uh, James McCarthy. Um,
1: you, well, well I tell you something now. For me personally, I'd actually pick Huron over uh, Hendrick. I think Hendrick's like been playing quite poorly for Ireland uh, as of as of late. Same with Robbie Brady, and I love the two of them. Like they've given some great moments in green shirt. But in terms of what have you done for me lately, not much. And I think huron has been uh, brilliant for Villa. Uh, he's also a better chance of a goal. Because I always think Jeff Hendrick is a goal-scoring midfielder. But I think he scored like two goals in 50 games.
2: Yeah, I, I think he would have to improve on his goal-scoring. But I, I, I would literally be, be torn on the duel. I'd probably have Hooran probably edging it because of uh, set pieces. Yeah. I think I'd have him edging it just because of that. Um, so... That has be my midfield three: Doherty on the right, McGoldrick up top, um, and then either Conley Long, or Obafemi on the on the left of McLean. the three. McLean
0: totally out of the team. Yeah, I um, I don't, I don't McLean's see,
2: been st-
0: play- I don't see Stephen Kenny dropping him just because he had him at Derry for like five years, was not it?
2: So for like years, I, mean. I, I think sometimes loyalties have to go out the window. Um, but we we don't know, do we? I think. Like Aaron Connolly obviously wants to play down the middle, like that's what he said to me, but he'll play on the left, and I think he's effective. He's
1: I think really he's better great. on the left. Sorry? I think he's better on the left. I think he's our best player, you know that? Our biggest threat to goal.
2: Yeah, well, like, the thing about Connolly is he'll actually attack a defender, whereas I think McLean struggles to beat the first man, or even with the cross, um, so... I think McLean's done well in recent months, but I wouldn't have him in, in my starting 11. I'd have him in the squad, but I wouldn't have him in the starting
0: 11. Yeah. It seems like a lot of these under-21 lads have a, something different to their game, where certain, like the, some of the players that we have right now don't. As, in, as, in, as It looks like they've been constantly kicking a football, training loads more than some certain players. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, go on.
2: You say it, Ross. I was just
1: going to go. In saying that with the team you've just selected there, Paul, right? And just say that was Stephen Kenny's first choice team. But that means you have uh, O'Hara, Kieran Clark, Robbie Brady, Jeff Hendrick, Shane Long, uh, Callum Robinson, Oba all on the bench. And that actually gives us some to actually bring on for once. Because I always feel like we have no one to ever bring on. Yeah. It's like
0: Yeah, oh, Byron injury, though. Byron injury.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: All them players get injured a lot.
1: He's not one I would don't like. There's something about Irish midfielders I like. I just don't like them. Like I think I would like I look at them and go. I'm waiting to see this like fantastic player who like was supposed to develop and just like I just like, nah. That could be she
0: the managers. For me. It could be the managers as well, Ross. And the way we're playing, mm. like they have been playing like who for long. You know, it's it's very good it football.
1: The, I know, yeah, but I like uh, the top players will shine no matter what. If you know what I mean, and I just feel like. He just hasn't cut the cheese, and it's a bit like I love Jeff Hendrick, big brilliant player. Like Burnley picked him nearly week in week out, but when he puts on the green jersey, like what is he actually doing recently for Ireland? And Robbie Brady, like obviously he was injured, but the same with him. Like you know, what I mean, like yeah, he scored that amazing goal uh, against Italy, but since then, like where have you been?
0: He struggled to get back into the Burnley side as well. he's definitely McNeil totally taking his spot, but there is a lot of pressure on these lads as well, Ross. Because like once Robbie Keane left. No one's really been yeah. the captain. Even he, he, it he, was Seamus Coleman, he's not really like grab, grab it by the balls. He does, like he sets an example. But when he got injured as well, we sort of crumbled as well. And then James McLean has steadily declined in like, and we can't just keep relying on him because people know Mark James McLean out of the game, there's no one else really going to score. We, we need a goal scorer. Well, we need a goal Con- scorer.
2: Connolly... Connolly spoke to me the other night about you know he wants to be known as you know the next well not the next Robbie Keane but he wants to be up there in terms of goals scoring like he 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 wants almost that pressure of being the one he wants to be the one that scores the goal. Well, you don't actually hear Irish strikers saying that. Mm. Um. So when he says stuff like that, it's a breath of fresh air. Like he wants to be known at the end of his career as someone who came, you know, close to Robbie Keane's record or breaking it. So mm. when I heard him saying stuff like that, I was like, this. Is He's the and, and then you hear Leo Connor saying to me, uh "Well, you'll hear in a couple of days." But he basically said, "You know, the the talent coming through, like it's up there with
1: mm. the best team in Europe." You, you know what, me and Barry I always say, it, I don't know if you say it on camera much, but uh, if we just actually had Declan and Jack Grealish, like our midfield, would be sore, it would be such a good team. <laughs> <laughs> I keep seeing him linked to Everton
2: and I just don't want them near the thing.
0: Uh, no, but uh th- like obviously like we are all Irish and we all love our so like it's 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 hard not to talk about this and not be passionate about it, especially what's going on the back behind the scenes, like with like um Mr. Delaney and all that sort of shit. But uh it, it, like right now from hearing Stephen Kenny talk, it's just like oh, I cannot wait for this. And also mm. this benefits everyone, not only like the fans, the country. But even, like, ourselves, who do show, promote the football. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's shit putting out a post being, like, hard look to Ireland losing or, like, goalless draw. Like, everyone's just like, yeah, fuck that. And it's, you would know 100% hard. Yeah. yeah. The
2: majority
0: is like, yeah. It's like, how are you meant to get people to watch yeah, it well. if you lose 6-0? You know what I mean? Like, but, uh, I, like, there is these these young, hungry lads that, and it's, uh, like, I have been following it because, like, it's hard not to, like, look at Troy Party even, like, uh mm. Like we yeah, didn't yeah, mention him yeah, yeah exactly we're, we're in for some some good football like and Stephen Kenny is going to be here for a long long time I think because uh, we like, did? Uh, even Conley and then you have yeah Adam Ija as well like we're going to have these like fast attackers that, at that drive that we haven't seen in a long long time because we're used to a uh, cliche no queen target man you know what I mean and now these lads are going to be like uh, putting it on them as the, as the quote says put it put to them I can't wait for oh, this what pressure man. I pressure. This is going to be. This could, I think the football is going to be enjoyable again. I can't wait for it. I, I actually, just hope the, go on, go on. No, I was gonna. I was just gonna say.
1: I actually don't think Troy Paris is going to be good in the end. But that's just my opinion. Go on, Paul.
2: I just no. <laughs> uh, I think he will be good. Um, I think he needs. Uh, I, I, think he needs the
1: hype.
2: I think he just needs the hype train to go away and just kind of let him get on. There's players there have done a lot more than him. That, that don't get half as much praise. his other and Connolly are actually scoring in the Premier League Adam Lloyd has scored a hat-trick in the FA Cup scored the penalty sorry uh, lads against uh, United but um, Farsh uh, <laughs> was it <harsh? laughs> A but true Hersh but
1: true was United wasn't it no I don't think he scored against it. you didn't score oh, did
0: you, I
2: miss you miss
0: miss the, the penalty,
2: penalty? Oh, you but he scored against, against he scored against Spurs sorry yeah Troy missed the penal yeah um, promise, and no one spoke about him everyone just focused on Troy missing, and I was just like this is what's wrong and that's why I'm a bit just sceptical with uh, I, I I really like Stephen Kenny um, and I, I hope it goes well for him but I just think if, if it's a kind of change of style of play I think people just need to be patient with it and you know if the first three results maybe don't go as planned people will be Put him under pressure
0: To no. get sacked This is this no. is the right manager To have right now This is the
1: right I'm well, not being bad and a lot of people Don't like him But like If you look at Solskjaer I Man United, you know it You know what I mean The longer he gets Like the better His team actually do And you can actually see He slowly but surely Implementing his thought And the players He's brought in Have been you know his better players You know what I mean So like When you look at it that way Like you have to actually Give someone time You can't give someone Like three months Like right fix that there And then it's not But Like he was shy Wasn't he
2: well, the thing is, you know, sure gets to work with those players every day. Mm. Kenny will get to work maybe two two days training, maybe Mac. Mm. Um, to do that, you know what I mean. But I do think he was clever in the staff he brought in. Like Connolly went on speaking about Keith Andrews and how amazing he is Andrews, to have please. around the camp. Um, and that's kind of what you want. And I think Duff, Duff would be a great coach for him as well. But as I said, I just hope that people are patient with him. And you know, if it goes well, starting off great. But if it doesn't, just give it time. Mm. And I, I in football, you don't get a lot of time as well, and that's just the unfortunate thing about it. It's a results-based business, as they You think Robbie Keane could
1: uh, stay in the fold as well?
2: No, no, no. No, like, like to to see- come back into it. Because, like, if anyone else has scored an international
1: goal, it's Robbie Keane.
2: Yeah, well, you know, even with as a, I keep referring to the Connolly thing. He spoke about them and just said like how he made everything a laugh, you know, and he was mm. kind of teasing him, going like, "If you score today, it's only sixty-seven to go." Just kind of making a little bit of a competition mm. and kind of making it more relaxed and stuff like that. And uh, I would have liked to see Robbie still involved, but obviously Kenny has his own ideas, and I think I think he is right to have his own kind of backroom staff as well. Yeah, but mm. I don't see why Robbie couldn't have been involved with the twenty ones. I mean, you got John O'Shea there. Uh, yeah.
0: Well, he's involved with Middlesbrough as well, so. What's that? he is involved with Middlesbrough as well so
2: yeah well I just think you know having Robbie Keane around the lads could only be beneficial
1: mm. yeah well, so do I. I remember uh, I always remember Henri came back to Arsenal and did like a training camp with the strikers and like Walcott was still at Arsenal at the time and then like the next week I Walcott scored a hat-trick and then the following week he scored two then Henri fucked off to back wherever he was <laughs> and then he, obviously Walcott didn't score ever again Until he went to Everton and scored two goals.
2: Yeah. I was actually at one of the games where he scored
0: against Newcastle.
1: So I think it just goes to show if you actually take someone like Robbie Keane and take their knowledge and just even like their one or two little tricks of the trade, it can actually be highly beneficial. That's why I was surprised Robbie Keane is not still in the fold.
2: Yeah. and I agree with you. I would like to see him still there. But I mean, Leo Connor spoke about you know, Damien Duff and his accolades and, stuff. and obviously he won the Premier League and played in that great team with Chelsea as well as playing in the World Cup and, and so on so I think Duff will, will still bring a little bit of that as well but obviously he's not a record goal scorer for the country is he so I think Robbie carried the team for, for a long period as well I think that showed when he left and the goals just dried up completely
0: Yeah, I think Robbie Keane wants to move into management as well so maybe he, he probably wants something more than that you know like, he'll it, probably it, like be
2: the manager in the future I think yeah, like
0: sitting beside John Woolgate the whole time, sitting beside Mick McCarthy. I think I, I don't. I think he's like he's a bit big. Like you probably see himself as a bit bigger than Stephen Kenny, you know. Having been he all had, around the world, being best mates with Dave Beckham and all this stuff, you know. I, 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 that's what I just perceive it as. He
2: he uh, he did coach a team in uh, in India ATK I think that's his name. Uh, he was player manager with them for a little bit, so he uh, he has a slight bit of management. But I don't think he had his badges or anything because he's still doing stuff, isn't he? Now pro licensing, so yeah, so we uh, see
0: what happens there? Uh, I think you need to
2: work on that and then obviously
0: uh, in the future. Yeah, but I think the good times are coming back. But uh, Paul, before we wrap things up, for people checking out uh, where can people find you? If they didn't know, if they couldn't see behind you, where should they check you out? <laughs>
2: um, yeah. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and uh, YouTube. I think there's Snapchat as well, but I don't, don't really use it. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, all,
1: all other, other football fan TV
0: um,
2: Twitter's at Irish Fan TV But if you type in Irish Football Fan TV yeah,
0: yeah we'll make sure This is coming out on Saturday So people actually watching this Are already watching it But uh, we're put uh, really on everything So And Paul Do you have any big interviews Coming up?
2: No Like if you actually Had not said to me Last Saturday That I was going to do Connolly O'Connor And Duffy I wouldn't have believed you So it's just been Kind of like that um, Literally you, you might have a big one tomorrow And you don't know about it That's yeah, no, no, I wouldn't say tomorrow, but maybe some point next week. I'm trying to, I'm trying to contact uh, Matt Doherty and Sh- and Seamus Coleman said he would do it, but he's obviously a captain of a club at the moment, Everton. Like, um, so they're busy trying to sort out uh, the wages and stuff like that with the clubs because the club captains are dealing with all that. So um, please God, by the end of the the virus, I'll I'll, I'll hopefully get the two of them. But nothing's. Near even negotiations at the moment.
0: Yeah, let's see what happens. But well, here, Paul, like everyone, see you're actually killing it. Like uh, you're working as hard as anyone, growing your audience and, and your brand. And like I think people watching now if they're looking to start something, mm-hmm. like I mean, like they can see, they can literally follow your journey. It's been class. But here, I've really enjoyed this. Talk, and, uh, maybe mm-hmm. we've we've got like them different passages and addies, but. Uh, like it is always a good type of football. We're gonna to have to do this again sometime. I think maybe uh, when the when the, the Ireland are back, maybe maybe pre, pre if the qualifiers, the, Europe, uh, the Euro qualifiers, if that's up first, that'll be a great one to get you back on. You know.
1: Yeah. If there's yeah. any other break in Irish news as well.
0: Yeah, or, or
2: even if you just want to drop out as well, we can do it. We can do it over this as well. But uh, I really enjoyed it as well. Let's not leave it as long next time, and um, yeah, let's do it again
1: yeah so guys if you are watching
0: make sure to like share subscribe and as always stay energized